There is nothing simple about simplicity. The call of simplicity is not just saying yes to sunsets or a day at the seashore or a walk through an art gallery. Oh, those events are truly and simply delightful. Yes, they are. But simplicity is also about saying no to status, no to privilege, no to society's affirmation. Any intelligent fool can make things bigger, more complex, and more violent. It takes a touch of genius and a lot of courage to move in the opposite direction, said E.F. Schumacher. This is a weekend when voices of justice and justice-making have converged in Seattle. A force of resistance says freedom and justice are under attack in the United States of America. Fascist forces have aligned for a takeover. There are two steps, you see, that lead to fascism, and each must be achieved within the first year of rule. The first step is quashing the press. The second step is unraveling the judicial system. Quashing the press, unraveling the judicial system. You do not have to listen carefully to hear the forces and systems aligned to undo the freedom we have enjoyed for many years. As I, your interim minister, in relationship with you, consider this era of resistance, I have been forced to turn to one question and to one question only. Will I support freedom while still free to do so? Or will I wait until it is too late? Now, I hope that all of us have such freedom and will continue to have such freedom. But I also hope that that freedom is there for our grandchildren, that they will have every freedom we have and more. If anything, I would hope for a greater sense of freedom for all. And so I rise, and I must rise, to support peace, liberty, and justice for all to promote the democratic process in society at large, to affirm the inherent worth and dignity of every person, and to refuse the rise of fascism. That said, though, the title of today's message is The Ebb and the Flow. And this is not a message on social justice. But since I have been involved already, I thought it only fair to begin and let you know where I am coming from. In this message, we look at our spirits and our spiritual development. It is true that we are called to create a better world but we are first of all called to a more immediate and exalted task, that of creating our own lives, wrote Thomas Merton, a Catholic priest, a mystic, an ascetic, 
and a scholar who was also a social activist. Merton lived simply. His autobiography, The Seven-Story Mountain, and I think of the chakras when I think of this, which may or may not be relevant, but that autobiography, I know for sure, was a testament to ebb and flow. Merton shared the way he wrestled with his call to the priesthood. He did not think he was good enough to be a priest. And during the time, he muddled over what he would be doing. But once he chose the priesthood, happiness washed over him. His faith was fortified. His self-worth soared. He found himself going with a much better flow than he had ever known before. The ebb, the time of consideration, the flow after his choice was made. Ebb and flow, like a wave that slips away and then washes again over the shore. You know, those waves do ebb, but when you look at the water coming from the ocean, you know the flow will return. And so much of what I think of with ebb and flow relates to water, relates to that constant flow of the ocean toward the shore. And so there will be times of ebbing, and I'm sure we have all seen them. Have you ever lived through a difficult situation? Been caught in a muddling puddle? A puzzle? A difficult time? An ebb time? A confluence of difficulties, a loss of a valued relationship, fiscal woes, troubles in our families. All of these sap us of our vitality. The waters of life seem to slip away. Energy lags. Disappointments appear in the least expected of places. Nothing seems to work as planned. Ebb done. I have had days when I wanted to stay in bed. I suspect I'm not the only one. But as I look back over my life, it strikes me that the ebb times are just part of the process. Life is a journey. Ebb times arise during the course of this journey. And I do know and understand that some are subject to bipolar disorder and they need special care and concern. Yet, other than for those for whom it is a mental difficulty, I know that all of us, every one of us, have been through the ebb times of life. One of my biggest ebb tides followed Hurricane Katrina. Everything was awry. Homes were lost. People moved away. The church I served was in disrepair. After months of difficulty, despondency, and despair, though hope slowly started to return. 
This reinvigorated wave of life led to a new church, improved church operations, and much more joyful engagement with each other. The ebb time was followed by a return to the flow. Ebbs, you see, are not permanent situation of life. The water does not go out from the shore, never to return. It is good to remember this, especially in times when life is bringing you down. And that is the first point I wish to share with you. In times of self-reflection, those times Don Miguel Ruiz calls your second attention. It helps to remember that life has ebb and flow. This is a simple step involving your mental awareness of what happens in the greater picture, a step that opens the door to a greater spiritual awareness and the hopefulness, engagement, and joy that follow, that will follow. There are times of ebb and flow. The second point in our consideration of living more simply is to stop and take a breath. All of us must breathe. Human life depends on breathing. This is one of the reasons why when someone appears on the verge of panic, you may have heard it said to stop and take a breath, relax, take it easy. It is from such a pause for breath which can be done more often, even to take a deep and attentive breath once an hour. It is from such a pause for breath to the more major time of, and commitment of sitting in meditation that people align more closely with this precious breath that we have, this precious gift of breathing. Spiritual texts, you see, offer insights on breathing that have proved very helpful to many and also helpful to me. I suspect my post-Katrina time would have been much more difficult if I had not paid attention to my breath, careful attention. My search for truth and meaning had led me to venture into the writings of Lao Tzu, into Taoism. And he once wrote, I have just three things to teach. Simplicity, patience, compassion. Simplicity, patience, compassion. These three are your greatest treasures. Simple in actions and thoughts, you return to the source of being. Patient with both friends and enemies, you accord with the way things are. Compassionate toward yourself, you reconcile all beings in the world. So said Lao Tzu. The Taoist teachers of yoga went on from their early days to begin to study the breathing process. I think they did so because spiritual study has in many traditions been closely linked with paying attention to our breath. 
scholars, priests, rabbis, yogis, those from all around the world have understood the precious character of being able to pull air into our lungs and fortify ourselves and strengthen ourselves and what it does. And the Taoists have studied this a little more carefully. They invited their students, after some time, to take color-coded breaths and direct them to the inner organs. One reason why they recommended this is that this mentally directed process stretches the fascia, the outer walls of our lungs, our kidneys, our liver, our heart, our pancreas, and our spleen. In other words, it's taking the outer and bringing it inside. It works like this for the Chinese, and it works like this for every human being. So I invite you to try it for a minute, beginning with letting the breath go, the ebb, just let it go. Envision white and take a white tinted breath into your lungs. Feel your lungs expand, the inflow, then release. Next, envision blue. Take a blue tinted breath into your kidneys. Expand the kidneys and release. Envision green. Take a green tinted breath into your liver. The inflow and the ebb. Envision red. Take a red tinted breath into your heart. Expand and release. Envision yellow. Take a yellow tinted breath into your pancreas and spleen, the inflow and the ebb. This extension and contraction of the fascia of our inner organs is a single element of the Taoist system of aligning our mind with our breath. They also concluded that our negative emotions, difficulties that appear strongly, in our ebb times, reside in those very same human organs. In their work, they discovered that sadness, grief, and worry dwell in the lungs. Fear occupies our kidneys. Anger lives in our liver. Hatred, cruelty, and impatience inhabit our heart, and its opposite is love. For there are positive emotions to offset these as well. But hatred, cruelty, and impatience live in our hearts if we allow them to do so. Worry and anxiety have taken up residence in our spleen and pancreas. So the second part of this healing exercise is to release the sadness, grief, and worry when we expel the breath from the lungs and do so with all of the other elements as one learns this process. 
There is a third part, the healing sounds, but I'll leave that part to anyone who is interested in exploring this further. You could find a full description of the ebb and flow of your breath, where healing occurs on the ebb breath and strengthening arrives on the inflow of breath in the six healing sounds. Just Google the six healing sounds and you will find it. Now, you may wonder why I am sharing this. It may seem too arcane or nearly archaeological for some of you. It is old tradition. And I know that this may be area not offered covered in Sunday messages. But the texts of many spiritual traditions, and if we are going to study spirit, these texts say the development of the spirit is closely linked to our attention, our second in attention to our breathing. And given the wonderful people who we have here, there may be a time when one of you would like to rid yourself of some negative emotions, a process you may be able, say Taoist, to accelerate with your ebbing breath. There may also be a time when someone here might like to strengthen his or her inner organs, a process you may be able, say the Taoist, to augment with the inflow of breath. The ebb and the flow work internally just as they do externally. Both are there for us. Both are accessible. Both are tools we can put into our toolbox, take advantage of when we need them. As we leave this place, as we head off for whatever this next week may bring, as we vote, if we have not yet voted. Please consider taking a good deep breath, a process that revitalizes your energy and doing so on a regular basis. Pay it some attention. And consider the benefits that may come through the use of the six healing sounds for they too are available. May the love in your heart find love in the hearts of those around you. May your life be filled with joy and happiness. Namaste.